0: Hi, it's 420 Somewhere, and welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex-positive goddess, and happy Valentine's Week. This episode, or the episodes of February, were supposed to come way before Valentine, but the state of Nigeria has just made it incredibly difficult, if not impossible, to actually get any work done or do anything or go anywhere. So please manage this episode. Um, focusing on self love for myself, by myself, leading up to Valentine. If you are new to my podcast, let me let you know that I love, I absolutely love Valentine. It's like my favorite personal holiday. So I've been practicing to self love, how you may ask. In the previous episode, You might have heard that my sister set my coochie on fire because she was tired of how I was keeping my post winter hair all over So I finally shaved I got rid of it I wanted to go get a wax done as a way to treat myself make myself feel good pamper myself a little bit before Valentine, but I can't get cash And I use a bank that is just quite unfortunate in these dire times So I did it myself and in the process I absolutely hate what I did on the plus side I didn't burn myself or hurt myself but I mistakenly gave myself a landing strip mistakenly because that was not my plan so I have to leave it this until I can get a wax done this episode is going to be very easy light just a check-in and to debut my new session or section called ask Alex I do hope you enjoy I honestly hope I didn't piss anyone off with that no babies episode my previous episode because I got a message just one in particular so I'm using this as a check-in um, that he felt like I was harsh to mothers or women who chose to have kids and that was not my intention at all. Absolutely not. Fuck no. I don't mean to sound um, mean, but when people are speaking to women that are mothers, there's a deliberate, there's a different tone. Um, or women who choose to be moms, or women whose whole identity is being a mom. No shade to that. No hate to that. But there's a different tone than when you're being spoken to. Are different from someone that has chosen us to have a child. I think society is actually quite Nice to women that are in their husband's house or our mother's gives them a makes them look at women as responsible but this weekend alone I Have been I Don't want to say I'm surprised because I'm not surprised. I'm just amused there has been a thread that's been making its way around Twitter about um, men. What have you ever thought about leaving your marriage and your kids? And I was thinking when I saw at first saw, when I first saw the tweet, I was like, okay, maybe I'll see a few comments. And then to come back and see actual married men. I wouldn't say brag, but tweet about how they left their Wives and their kids to start a whole new life somewhere. I have had personal experiences from um, Men in like adult men in my life who have left their families i've had aunties and uncles i've had aunties that are single women just because of the fact that their husbands walked out nothing wrong nothing major i remember one of my mom's friends i think my mom was a bridesmaid or she was my mom's bridesmaid or something her husband left and left her with four kids and she hustled and hustled and hustled you know did her things for herself and then the daughter was about to get married and then the man popped up all over again and Ibo's, you can't have a traditional wedding without involving the man's family so he had to be involved and they had to give him like they had to call him ogle they had to give him like bride price and shit and I remember how throughout the entire wedding traditional wedding, white wedding my mom had to constantly appease her friend um because the man was in her life and Well, you know how weddings are now it's a lot of money and he was collecting a lot of the money so she was just very upset and she was crying because she felt like she had spent all of that um, time training and raising children and he's just coming to come and uh, eat or reap the fruits and my mom kept on telling her come on it's not a wedding that is the fruit of your labor blah 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 blah. I I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm just actually I have to say I'm surprised I can't even like the casualty with which it was like oh yeah we leave our wives leave our families and women are not given that option or women are vilified for even thinking that they don't have to like their children on at first sight due to postpartum or some shit like that women are not giving that same level of grace and i'm not being a man hitter to be very honest i do understand that there are some women that god heavens you need to run away because these are the ones that will burn your tires or even burn you in person don't get me wrong i'm not using a blanket statement but it is just the wildest thing how okay you and your partner can actually decide to have a child and everything will be fine and then you have no assurance and that is the part that i don't think men are understanding there is no assurance that um this man won't change his mind today i saw a tweet from someone that i thought was my friend And he was commenting I know he thought it was casual but it rubbed me it rubbed me the wrong way. And he was commenting about he he saw a comment about one of those I might tweets about um the woman said when she was about to get married her mom told her to always never to depend on her husband because in my deep department always save money she has been in marriage for over 20 years and she has saved over 300 and something dollars and he was like wow 20 years in and your babe still doesn't um respect you 20 years in and your babe still doesn't trust you and i smiled because in 2020, I saw an article of a billionaire that, I won't say a billionaire, wealthy man that kicked his 65-year-old wife out of the house. That's his wife of his, that's the wife of his youth. That's the wife that he's a grandparent with. Kicked her out of the house. How is she supposed to start over? So when women are guarding themselves and they are not interested in trusting or bearing children, it's because we have so many stories where it's not in her favor and nigeria has gotten to a point where truly truly abortion should be an option because you don't need to have a child with somebody if somebody makes you feel off i kid you not you deserve the right to not have a child with that person if you are in a relationship with a woman as a guy that you don't want to have children with nigga push the abortion I'm. I. I can, I'm not even push the abortion because the worst thing you can do is have a child and then both parties are not interested in raising the child. That is a lot of hatred. That is a lot of self sabotaging hatred. That that child who grew up with a lot of unworthiness, a lot of um, am I not loved kind of vibe. So. I just, I'm not trying to judge anyone for having kids. I'm not being mean to people that have kids. I just feel that if there are 10 people that are having children, three of you are the only people that are qualified. To have kids and I'm not talking in terms of eugenics where it's like oh you are poor and as such you don't have children no I feel like if you are not financially able to take care of your child the government that you pay tax to should be able to give you benefits and tax breaks that's what happens in a functioning society don't just wait for Jesus or, or some prayers that will give birth and be like oh child is a blessing have job child is a blessing no government support child is a blessing just vibes child is a blessing and then you're still breathing inside that child is a anyway Sha, sure. Alex is I'm not hating on people that have children I just I feel the option to not have children should be more widely accepted that's Alexandria for you and I just I'm not I'm not the most child-friendly person in the world fuck no I will drop a swear word or ten but I mean you're spawn you are the one that decided to have a child. Don't be projecting on me. Oh. And this is the personal a message. Don't be projecting on me. I'm not is there something flying on my wall? I'm not hating on anybody. I'm not angry at the fact that I'm single. I'm not pissed off. I don't have children. I do not want kids. Have you seen how crazy this past couple of weeks has been in Nigeria? Imagine if I had the child to take care of. It was hard. It's even hard enough for me to get food outside. You're telling me, no, no no. That's on you. You guys are the MVPs. You guys are the real heroes. But as for Alexandria and her household and her uterus and her ovaries, they are locked up. Not interested. Besides I really do try to be empathic when I'm doing this podcast. I try to Look at things from all sides. I try to leave my bias at the door. That is so fucking difficult for someone that is You know Narcissistic like me. I really do feel I'm perfect. So having empathy for these topics and coming from a point of view that is just understanding But if I'm being very honest again, one thing I have to note is that we all need sex ed because one thing I realize is adults, parents, your parents, um, your grandparents, us, children need sex education and the more those those three letter words sex keeps on making your brain turn fuzzy and like oh my god children don't need sex education they are four years old they don't need to be told what vagina and vulva and penis is they don't need to tell what breasts is because so they are seven years old I'm not cursing you I'm not swearing for you but huge possibility you're going to i don't want to say huge possibility but the possibilities or statistics of you raising a child that could be abused and not tell you about their abuse is higher than homes that have an open policy am i making sense i know i am i'm exhausted this is not my usual recording time i am uh I am trying to get this episode in time for Sunday so I'm not shitting on people that decided to cop a contract that decided to keep their baby after their contraceptive failed I'm not shitting on people that are allergic actually you know what I'm judging you if you're allergic to contraceptives allergic based on the fact that you don't want to not because your body is telling you oh whoa, whoa, no this is not my vibe if you look down on contraceptives if you're an adult that looks down on contraceptives you deserve a slap to the face I'm being mean the country has has just made me... I'm, you deserve a slap to the face. I don't give a fuck who you are. You deserve a slap to the face. And doctors that... Decide, um, Alexandria. The country is hard, I beg. The country is very, very sad. Okay. The other day, I was I, I, I wasn't online for two days. Came online and saw that Turkey and Syria had like an earthquake. Today, death toll has reached 26,000. Um, this past week, again, I saw another headline about the Catholic Church that was... um. That I think they had an earthquake as well. It was a natural disaster and it lost 6 people, but you, you know the Virgin Mary statue was still intact. So That's quite cool. I don't I think I've wasted enough time on my intro Sorry, my audio is not all the best. Like I said, it's not my usual recording time. I I started ask Alex. Yeah, because oh, I just closed my page. I started ask Alex because I get a lot of DMs not a lot I get a few DMs about people asking me stuff regarding sex and um it's not that or the conversations aren't that complex or too complex that I'm like oh yeah book a session let's talk or consult me with me no um these questions are quite straightforward so I just I feel like this is a good section or a good session where in one episode i can answer a few questions so this past week i asked on ask alex um i put on my instagram story you what questions you want to ask me i got a few softball questions but nothing so major i could put in my podcast thank you to all of you that continuously just view my shit and don't engage and interact i feel some type of way i can't even deny that i really do and i'm trying to not take it so personally but it's sort of difficult to i have to be very honest this week has me raw like i'm raw dogging this week i was out of kush my transfer my i couldn't do transfer i couldn't buy cannabis i could i still haven't filled gas i was out of units for Days because I can't buy units for lights. So, I don't know what happened. I think my... I don't know what happened. But I have a little bit of light now. I don't know how long it's going to last for. So, I'm recording this. Somebody sent me this message last year. And my sincere apologies for just responding. But last year to now, my life has been not the best, so I've been quite topsy-turvy. I'm getting to it now. Um, the question goes like this. I feel like I've wasted so much time talking about shit, but you guys are here because you love me. I love my podcast. Okay. Hello, Alex. Man, I want to smoke, but also light is going to start soon you know Catholic guilt is strong in this podcast uh. so the message I got goes like this hello Alex I'm a new fan started listening last year I received this last year so this was 2021 hello Alex I'm a new fan started listening last year I just became I can't see my handwriting okay ask Alex hello Alex I'm a new fan started listening last year I just became sexual last year and had my debut congratulations on that I love the fact that you had your sexual debut I feel like we should be calling it you know yay I had my sexual debut not I lost my virginity just it seems more less purity culture I had my debut last year I've been having trouble increasing my body counts and it's driving me crazy I've only been with two people and I want to increase the number. Do you have an episode about getting laid for men slash introverts? How to ask women to have sex with you without and don't come off as disrespectful to them. Thanks. This was in May last year. Pardon me, pardon me. First of all, like I said, my apologies for just getting to it. I wasn't in a good headspace to uh, tackle it then now I am because you know I'm an awesome bitch so I broke this question actually this question was quite interesting to me at first when I got the message I well I don't have an episode on getting laid for introverts I also don't have an episode on how to increase your body count I also don't have an episode on how to have ask women how to have sex with you without coming off as disrespectful so I felt that was such a cool topic to discuss getting laid for introverts because I'm not an introvert I'm an extrovert prior to my um, working on this podcast I worked in media so this <laughs> I just it's not the most introverted job ever so I'm not an introverted person I'm always the life of the party I walk into a room and everybody notices me it's just my blessing and curse so I don't know how to approach it from that angle I had to talk to a few people that are introverts and get shit from their perspective I had to go online and blah 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 but when I first got this message, after responding to him and telling him I'll get back to him, uh, it was him that sent it to me. I got some weird vibes initially from the framing of this text message, and it wasn't that it was a sexual debut that gave me weird vibes. It was I'm having trouble increase. I want to. I've only been with two people, and I want to increase the number. Like you want not increase the number of people you're having sex with. So anyway, this whole conversation, this whole topic was enough for me to create a podcast and then get some shit off my head. Normally I would do ramblings of a horny black girl, but alas, I am evolving. Three years in, it's important to evolve. If not, you will die stagnant. So I broke this quest the question into three ways. <laughs> um, first of all, it's uh, like I said, congratulations on your sexual debut, but I broke it into three ways. We're going to talk about, um, increasing your body count. how to increase your body count. I hate that word, man. Why have, why don't I have an episode on, you know what, I should get an episode on body, no, I have an episode written on body count, I just haven't gotten to it, it's not my favorite thing, I hate that word, body count, it just seems so, ugh. anyway, I'll be talking about how to increase your body count, um, and getting laid for introverts i didn't specify for men or introverts because i decided to leave it open-ended getting laid for introverts for both men and women Uh, and how to ask women to have sex with you without coming off as disrespectful so we're gonna start off with Alexandria says um things to note about having sex as an introvert I think this is the last episode you know I'm recording one more but it's not going to be in in real time before I go on a cush break I'm trying so hard to wrap up all my episodes before I land. I don't think that's possible I can push myself but I don't think that's possible besides I'm not really I'm not really being all that happy with my podcast so how to have sex as an introvert As I said before, I'm not an introvert. This is just interesting to me because I've always been the sort of person that I I enjoy sex, casual sex, random sex, sex. I was having a conversation with my sister the other day and she was reminding me of um, somebody that I used to um, play with at some point. And she was telling me how she felt bad for him because he was taking me seriously, and Alex wasn't. For me, it didn't mean anything. And I remember laughing, like, really, watching me for me, it didn't mean anything. She looked at me, she was like, when you like someone, you like someone. When you want to play, you want to play. But in most scenarios and in most cases, it doesn't mean anything. And I was like, huh, that is true. Anyway, so like I said, I've always gone for what I want sexually. I also know how to handle rejection with I won't, yes, with ease. I am not the best loser, but I know how to handle rejection with ease. So being an introvert is is not is not is new to me. I am a homebody but I am not an introvert. My default setting is staying at home and recharging my social battery but I'm not an introvert. So as an introvert, there are ways to approach sex. You are not going to approach sex the way um, a non-introvert or an extrovert would being an introvert is is so much more difficult than just not wanting to go out and oh my social battery is dead and that that's not just an injury. it's way more complex than that and i feel like with this age we are in where it's i wouldn't say it's overly easy to diagnose people but i do feel like there is this um i don't know what's the word there's this vibe there's this thing where people are claiming some illnesses or some personality traits that aren't exactly personality traits uh hi nengi cleaning your house at 3am in the morning is not ocd so it's oh you are sad and shit is not going well for you so you are depressed <laughs> um and far far be it from me to dare i say police how someone feels or what the person is feeling that's not my cup of tea i'm not doing that i'm just saying it might be very easy and catchy to get a label and slap it on yourself but it's not anytime i go into a public space i or a professional space i am very very mindful to let them know hi i am actually depressed but do not take my actions as the fact or don't take my actions based off of the fact that oh i'm depressed and as such alex is acting like that no i'm depressed i'm just letting you know heads up because i have had people that i trusted use this information against me i've been depressed for a very very long time use this information against me so it is in my own best um It is my strength or it is the strength of mine to kind of use that information and put it out there This is it but the disadvantage with that is people are going to attribute a lot of things to you I can't have a bad day without someone telling me. I'm depressed I can't cry over a film without someone asking me. I'm depressed I actually can't say no to a man that wants to fuck me without him asking me if I'm depressed Anyway so as an introvert you are going to have to approach sex in a different or in a, a new way. Initiating sex isn't always going to be a piece of cake for an introvert because, um, dare I say, starting things is never really easy for an introvert. Sex is is a game that can easily be fumbled I I use the term game to describe it that can easily be fumbled if you don't know if you don't know the terms and even if you do know the terms so as an introvert just be aware accept that initiating sex is not going to be easy you will do it you can do it it's just not going to be the easiest thing and as such you need to prepare I don't think it's a bad idea to want to prepare to initiate sex I don't think it's a bad idea to prepare yourself to the thought of uh, having sex or wanting to have sex, it's not a big deal. Initiating sex is not always going to be a piece of cake, and that's fine, that is completely fine. Another thing to note is that casual sex is sometimes going to be a no-go for many introverts. Like I said, Alexandria is a fan of casual sex, you know. I used to do it back then when I was in the world, now my vagina has been... I, when I had hair, I would be like, oh, there are cobwebs down there now I've shaved and I'm just so moist and that's the thing about getting rid of hair your vagina. Like just get just wet Ah, oh, my name is fucking anyway so um, Casual sex is sometimes going to be a no-go for many introverts because like most introverts genuinely enjoy genuine and long-term connections which isn't one of the trademarks of casual sex to be an introvert and to have a group of people that are around you and love you and appreciate you for who you are means you have cultivated built and cherished tended this genuine long-term connection casual sex is not long-term casual sex is supposed to be gonna fuck and then when situation is not necessarily fucking a again we'll all part ways so initiating casual sex is a no-go when you want to initiate sex most likely as an introvert you want to initiate sex that is um with someone that you can have a genuine connection with with someone that is going to be a little bit more long term so one night stands friends will benefit not so much in your favor as much as um intimate personal relationships from the both intimate personal relationships from the in sexual and wow It's not my fault, man. I don't even have tea again, you guys. I can't, I haven't shopped in two weeks. Ha! My Nigeria has done dirty. So I did this um because I dried orange peels and I made my own orange powder. I'm really in this very homestead vibe, you know, making my own herbs. Making my um, my sister enjoys making her own spice blend. It is the most addictive thing I've seen her do. She will get ginger and garlic and pepper and dry them out for days, for weeks, and mm, turmeric. Sometimes she gets uh, fresh rosemary, dries them, makes her own rosemary herbs. There was one time that she made thyme. Yeah, she dried thyme and. (sighs) So I mean that except me I'm doing my own for skincare so I tried orange powder and I'm mixing I'm now making it tea orange powder turmeric powder clove <sighs> Anyway as an introvert casual sex doesn't favor introverts because they prefer to cultivate an intimate personal relationship that stems from devoting time and social energy to someone rather than doing all of that to someone they're not going to see again so yeah also you may be distracted I had no idea that introverts are easily distracted when stimulated. I thought it would be the other way around, but apparently, like, uh, extroverts get bored quicker, but when introverts are very much stimulated, it is way easy for them to get distracted, which I just think is fascinating. I think human beings are incredibly fascinating. Yeah, I should get- I to get a degree in, uh, psychology. Because if I want to get a degree in psychiatry, that's like medicine. And like, I have to go to medical school. And I don't like maths. So, no. But I love, I like figuring out what makes people tick. I think it's very interesting. I also think it's fascinating. And I think people can surprise you. Good Bad, but people can surprise you. So I like to keep myself open to being surprised, which is why I did not know that introverts are easily distracted while stimulated, um, because there's so much for them to take in. And with sex, the idea behind enjoying sex is arousal, arousal um comes about through stimulation you know all of that arousal heightened arousal makes sex enjoy why see this is not my usual recording time i thought there's no money in the country but people have been driving and going out there's no money there's no fuel but somehow like cars have just been moving see people lie in this country when someone tells you they are broke don't believe them they have money in their account they're all lying to you nonsense Anyway, um, I didn't know that. I didn't know. Pull it in, Alexandria. Arousal is caused by stimulation, and to enjoy sex, you need to be in a heightened state of arousal, which means you need to constantly be stimulated. So, if your personality or if you, as a person, as an introvert, gets easily distracted when you are stimulated, it's good to know. Now you are armed with that knowledge. You can actually, um have little tips or have little reminders. I want to go something as extreme as, you know when people wear rubber band on their wrist and they're easy to remind themselves or win themselves of bad habits, I did that. I have anxiety, so don't blame me. Uh-huh. So, um, when well, now you realize as an instrument you are easily distracted and stimulated, you can give yourself little aids to remind you to stay in the moment during sex, to enjoy it. Another thing to note is that you want your partner to be as observant as you. And one thing I know about introverts is they tend to be the life of the party, they enjoy, enjoy observing. They are just natural observers. So when they are in a sexual situation and they are with someone who is not an introvert. They might feel that their partner is not focusing or as observant as them. Their partner is not devoting or dedicating the amount of time or the same time, oh fuck, or the same time that they are devoting to sexual encounters or experiences that their partner is in. But please note that it doesn't work that way. I said as an introvert your personality type is completely different. Observing and not being a fan of crowds but enjoying one-on-one reactions is big for introverts. Now, someone like me who can handle multiple interactions at any given time, um, different conversations, different topics, different tone. I can do that. But someone that's an introvert that is Focusing on one thing would feel that maybe when we're in a sexual relationship that I'm not devoting the amount of time They are into enjoying The sex that we're about to have or into wanting to enjoy the sex that we're about to have and this kind of feeling can lead one to feeling that your partner is not working as hard as you into putting your sexual needs first. Because if you, as an introvert, you are taking note of what makes them gasp and what makes them shiver and what makes them, you know, all tingly on the inside and the outside. And you feel like they're not putting in that same energy, they're not putting in that same effort. It can make you feel like the whole thing is one-sided. But in most cases, or in some cases, it might not be. It might just be different personalities trying to hash it out you know what i should do an episode where i talk to like somebody who is studying people maybe like a psychologist about how different personality traits affects where's my pen how different personality traits affects sex i hope i write this down somewhere i recently found uh i found because i said in my part one episode how different personality traits can't even see for shit I said in my part one episode how um, my Spotify um, wrapped had Estonia as a country so I said I was going as one of the top five countries that really listen to a my podcast in 2022 so I said I was going to wait I'm just adjusting myself I was going to find the Estonian word for thank you so Estonians, thank you for listening to my podcast, Sex and Sativa with Alex. Sutano. Sutanu. Thank you very much. Aita. Thanks. I hope I got the pronunciations. I doubt I did. But yeah. Sortanu Aita. I'm very grateful. So how different personalities react to sex? or deal with sex because I feel like that's not what I said a few seconds ago. So there is that. I like writing and taking on notes during my podcast. But I always feel like me when they are listening or you guys are listening it's like, Oh Alex, what are you doing? How are you doing? Are you? I'm just I'm so fucking exhausted man. I'm and yeah, this is gonna come out in a couple of hours, in a couple of a few hours, in Jesus name, amen. amen, Father, okay. So, as an introvert, another thing to note is that silence after sex isn't weird. Or if you're having sex with an introvert, another thing to is that silence after sex isn't weird. Man, anything about not having sex for so long is I don't have a routine anymore. I used to have a pre-sex routine. I used to have a post-sex. I used to have a pre-sex routine. I used to have a post-sex routine. Now, I don't know what that's gonna look like. I don't even know what it feels. I just I don't know. I've been out of the game so long. Everything feels different. Silence after sex isn't weird. As introverts often seek out quiet environments to charge their social batteries and as I stated earlier sex is uh, it's quite tasking It's incredibly stimulating so and you are also dealing with partner and the partner's feelings that you are having to put into consideration and having to uh, dare I say double the work over time so after sex Enjoying silence or wanting actively wanting silence is not a bad thing Just be mindful about how you go about asking your partner for silence because if you shush someone else means shocking you You might just get like I'm not trying to advocate for violence, but you might just get like a, a Your teeth in your throat Just saying Intimacy beforehand is key an introvert will thrive without introvert because it makes one feel comfortable leading up to sex. What did I write here? Oh, yeah. Intimacy beforehand is key. It's very important to understand that intimacy is good. Intimacy is great. Intimacy is awesome. Intimacy is not spouting love left, right, and center. Intimacy is finding the little man and finding in the really. The meaning of the word intimacy. Find the meaning of the word intimacy. Like dictionary word meaning of the word intimacy. Dictionary meaning of the word of the word intimacy. Intimacy. Is there a song, Intimacy? Because I'd like to upload that when uploading this episode. um Don't be afraid of intimacy. Don't be embarrassed because you enjoy intimacy. Someone like you know like that is an introvert listening to this podcast that enjoys intimacy. He might not want to uh have sex with someone like me who doesn't enjoy cuddling or being touched after sex because I just can't stand it and I kinda like eh. I just I can't stand it. So that might not be a cup of tea but it's mine it has nothing to do with you as a person It doesn't mean that you are less of because you do not want that situation it just means you like what you like and that's completely fine but intimacy before you have sex is cute that also aligns with that notion that um, what did I say casual sex is sometimes a no-go for many introverts you cannot be cultivating intimacy with someone that you're having casual sex with that's just a recipe for disaster feeling actually just a recipe for disaster sharing your safe space is challenging because sex is intimate and so is letting someone in your safe haven especially if your safe haven is your bedroom I take very mindful steps to make sure my home is safe for me because I am always if I can afford it I will be as home as much as I can So, I take steps to make sure home is comfortable, I take steps to make sure home is great for me. Oh, it's after been doing this for like an hour now, great. I take steps to make sure that home is comfortable for me. So if you have created like a safe haven, your bedroom is your safe haven, your home is your safe haven, having someone come into that to fuck and then go might be jarring and off-putting for you. That's fine. Understand that your safe haven is challenging, is, is important to you, and they're sharing that safe haven is incredibly challenging. Why I'm noting all of this is when you arm yourself, as an introvert, arm yourself with all of this knowledge, arm yourself with all of these tips, it can help you negotiate sex better. It can help you weigh through your sexual experiences with, with a little bit of um, knowledge. Knowledge doesn't hurt. Especially when it comes to sex because it's so easy to get shit just complicated and convoluted during sex. Sex is not only physically exhausting, it is also mentally exhausting. And an introvert that is just in their head almost all of the time. Be ready that sex is going to tire your brain. It's gonna make your brain hurt hurt. Sex is gonna make your brain hurt. It should be another song sex will make your brain hurt sex will make your brain hurt i told my sister when i was younger I one day i'm going to me in a grammy because my voice is horrible she keeps on laughing at me now we're in the space where almost every tom they can Harry can get a Grammy so she's now telling me that it's be embarrassing if I do not have a Grammy, so I think I've, I, I yeah, I think, no, I think I am done with um, how to navigate sex as an introvert. That's basically how to get a lead as an introvert. Uh, so I'm going to move on to the second part of the question that my lovely individual asked or asked. That word is very hard for me to pronounce. I can't even cap why no? know, is different. Okay, ask. All right, that makes sense now. So, another thing this person asked me was how to increase one's body counts. Oh, no, 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 no. Before I do that, I have not even finished negotiating sex as an introvert. Man, I am all over this place. I want this episode to be short, quick, and just. Straight to the point. Something else to note as an introvert is that being away from, from this, something else to note as an introvert is that being away from your safe space is tough. So, it's not easy having sex in your safe space or inviting sex into your safe space. It's also not easy to be away from your safe space. So just be aware of that. And trying to find a healthy compromise that does not have you wigging out when you're about to fuck or because you want to fuck. Talking about sex is hard. Even for non-introverts, talking about sex is incredibly difficult. Um, Introverts on their own tend to have like a running internal dialogue. But to translate those internal dialogues into words that um, their partner, possible partner or people around them can understand is incredibly difficult. Especially when such a controversial conversation involves small talk because you want to like oh yo let's do this let's do that but you need to sort of warm your way up to the sex talk and introverts are not exactly all that great at making small talk another thing to note is you don't want to have sex when you are socially drained being mindful of your social battery especially when you need me time to recharge everybody has different things that they do to recharge their social batteries for some people recharging their social battery is going out to more for some people recharging their social batteries um, involves having a little me time so you don't want to have sex or you don't want to enjoy sex or initiate sex when you are socially drinking. It will lead to a not-so-enjoyable sexual experience for both parties, if not one. But most people, you know, I don't judge how you're fucking. So how to improve one's body count. Moving on. First of all, let's just dead down notion. Stop looking at your sexual partners as notches on your bedpost. I have to say it. I hate that body count idea. That's, that's the whole... That, that's, that's where my own thing stems from because it just reduces the sexual experience you had with your partner and yourself reduces your sexual experience to just numbers, which is childish and immature. And if you're in that headspace where you're a childish and immature, you really shouldn't be fucking. So let's dent this notion of body count. I know I get some people, um, use it as a bragging tool. Great for you. Clap for yourself for having sex with 100 people. You are, you deserve that and what Except unless you are working in the sex industry. In fact, even working in a sex industry, like, unless you're doing porn, that you're trying to beat the Guinness World Record for how many people are fucked, Like, how many people have had group sex? How many people have... How many orgasms has been had at a go? How many people have fucked through? Um, how many guys... How many people are like... I don't... If you're trying Unless you're trying to break some Guinness World Record, there is no need for you to have that body count conversation. It is... not necessary. I wanna... I want to talk about, um... body count conversation thing but i i I will remind uh, while i end it i'm going to talk about something personal that my sister was telling me regarding body counts so dead the notion that your partners are notches on your bedposts it is one of the easiest ways to disrespect your past partner and yourself i don't know what i write like i have a shitty handwriting anyway it's one of the easiest ways to disrespect your past partner and your future and it lets your future and your potential partners know how you review them which if i'm hearing you talk about your past sexual partners with disrespect i'm not about to put myself on that list that you are so fucking proud of that you're using to disrespect your past sexual partner, so you can disrespect me too now i'm not interested that's what a sensible person will do so just dead that notion that um you want to increase your body count because it is the. Um, it's never. I keep on repeating on this, on this podcast. It's never about the quantity. It's about the quality. So on. Please be mindful of how, and you should be quite. If you are using the body count as a, oh, you want to increase the body count, or you want to increase your body count, striving crazy. Please be mindful of the fact that the body count conversation differs for men and women. So. For women, it's a source of stigma, it's a source of shame, it's something you have to hide, for men it's a bragging point. And I repeat, there is just no need of all the things you want to brag about. You want to brag about how many people you fucked, when you are not gunning for a Guinness World Record. So just, I get bragging rights about shit, don't get me wrong, I'm here for that. But bragging rights about how many people you fucked, that's just lame. Anyway. It's an old antiquated notion, that's another thing to note. Body counts is an old antiquated notion surrounding monogamy and control over one's sexual partners. Stop. That's not necessary. But you know, if you want to keep on having sex and you want to have sex with more than two people and you want to go about it in a way that is not disrespectful, don't stress about how many people you want to sleep with and instead focus on the sex itself. Was it good for you? Was it good for them? Um, Is there stuff you'd like to do? Is there stuff that you would love your partner to tell you that they want them to do? Focus on stuff like that first. Focus on stuff that you might probably want to change. Ignore the number and focus on the quality instead. Because a good session is more likely to have you getting referrals than horrible one... They're just unhealthy. Whole face. Body count. Focus on quality. That's what I can say. First of all, if you want to increase the number of people you're having sex with, focus on the quality of sex you are giving them. Focus on the quality of sex you're having. Are you listening to your partner? Are you listening to their body? Are you paying attention? Are they paying attention to you? Because if both of you are enjoying that actually that's just it focus on quality. there's no way i can i there's no how i can tell you oh these are ways to increase your body count go and start Mama am I moving my phone away from me because i don't have a microphone anymore so my apologies there's no way i'm going to tell you oh go and stand here yeah, here and here, here and then 10 people will come up to you you can pick eight of them when you finish fucking eight of them you have moved on and you have enjoyed yourself. No, this that's this. I don't know. You can go and check the internet how to increase your body count. I, I do know that I genuinely went on the internet and checked how to increase your body count, and it led me to other articles that were quite distracting. But there is no answer to that. So, if you want to ask for sex, wow, ha huh. man. I don't feel like I'm going to like this episode at all. Like, yeah, I will put it out, but I don't feel like I'm going to enjoy this episode at all because I'm being very hard on myself personally. I'm not in the best of moods. I'm just really trying to get this episode out because I am, um, I promised myself, and secretly, the 19 people that you know are my first day listeners, are my first actually. To listeners and under 24 hours on a bad day on like a bad episode i have only 24 um listeners in my first 24 hours bad but just shows growth man so thank you so much so how to ask for how to ask for sex without being disrespectful a few things to note here because Alex is always giving y'all the notes I'm doing the research and drugs. I feel like, I was just singing like some kind of my ex now. Okay, know what type of sex you want. First thing to note when you want to ask for sex without being disrespectful is you need to know the type of sex you want. Do you want casual sex? Do you want intimate sex, but you want it to be casual? Are you hoping for more? Do you want a relationship, but you know, you want to use success? No what type of sex you want before you approach someone you want to have sex with. It helps. So you don't come off looking stupid or making both of you look stupid, but most of all, so that you don't waste their time and your time as well. When you don't waste someone's time, it's a sure sign that you are being respectful. So know what type of sex you want before you start asking for sex. Talk frankly about sex use clear concise terms with discussions about being open and honest outline and respect your boundaries and their boundaries as well if something's a hard limit for you like you are not going to do this this is not a cup of tea that's fine expect that your partner is going to listen and understand your boundaries because you have them and then also tell you now what their own boundaries can be when we both have our boundaries outlined um, sex can go on and it can just be a great vibe be prepared for rejection not everything is going to go in your favor I said this earlier in the beginning of episode I am I I am prepared for rejection I am I can handle rejection healthily. I don't feel like there are enough spaces. What the fuck was that? Like I feel like someone just I don't know. Anyway. I don't feel like there are enough spaces where people can have I really that that sound really bothered me because it felt like something just fell outside and bitches naked 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 and recording and smoking I just feels like a recipe for disaster you know anyway so be prepared for rejection like I said I don't feel like there are enough spaces that or yes enough spaces that allow for people to handle rejection healthily I don't feel like there are enough people telling other people that rejection is fine that rejection is healthy it's why I really appreciate people Posting rejection letters, it's fine, you're not the only one that gets it. Other people do as well, but there is there's just people don't handle rejection healthily. Women don't know how to understand when a man is like you're not my spec. It's like what you have a penis and I such have a vagina, you must want to enter me. Um, some men don't know how to handle a woman not wanting them, then turns to stalking. Tell a man no. Next thing is he's driving. You tell a man no, you don't want to follow him, like okay. Case in point, Alex, I went on a run in January. I haven't gone on a run in a while because, you know, country be a little bit difficult right now. So, um, I went on a run in January and I was running somewhere. Like, I had gotten to the middle of my run and I saw someone you know normal when you're running you and you see a fellow jogger you see a fellow runner you just do that clap tata and so i did that clap and i moved on and then next thing i realized that oh he's jogging up to me and he's like yo what's up fam? i'm like fine i like oh he's seen here along this route for a hot minute i was like oh can we exchange numbers and i was like no thank you though and i kept on moving and i was like oh come on that that's not necessary and I was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I really don't want to give you my number. And then I kind of just left that situation. I left that. Like, I just, I moved on. Because I said no twice. And I moved on. So I was still, when my run was over, I was now, like, I think 10, I think 20 minutes. 20 minutes away from my home. 20 minutes away from my home. I spotted, like, a car. Like, I now clicked that a car had been, like, following me for a hot minute. Sometimes I don't want to because I get, I can get easily paranoid. So, I don't, like... I'm sure. I clocked that the car had been following me for a while. And I was like, huh? When I now clocked it, and I started, you know, trying to actively avoid it. And the car was tr- keeping up with me. Keeping up with me. And after a while, I stopped because like after like five minutes of me now clocking and the car was keeping up with me and the car kept on and the car kept up with me. So I clocked and I was like, what the fuck? This is just so weird, which is stupid in hindsight because I could have just started running. And then this guy that stopped me in the middle of my run was like, he what's up that Um, he finished running, he was still in his workout clothes and he went to take his car and then he was on his way home and then he saw me and he was thinking maybe I would give him my number now and I was like, so you've been following me for like five minutes, where is your route home and he says a different way from, different place from the route I was taking and I was like, even if I wanted to give him my number, like maybe the next day I saw you, I can't do that anymore, you're giving me stalker vibes, I'm not interested in you. You right now i'm looking for rock okay so be open to rejection be fine with rejection don't turn to a stalker okay someone can pepper spray you the best kind of sex is enthusiastic on both parts so if you're being here to rejection that's fine move on so you need to be prepared for rejection. Another thing to notice: avoid indirect communication. It is very easy to model the waters regarding sex with lots of words, wo- buzzwords and whatnot. Take for instance this thing that happened with Julia Fox, Kanye's ex. Although I have to say she is Julia Fox, She's not just Julia Fox, Kanye's ex. She made a comment on TikTok when someone was talking about how um, their friend used their mascara Without knowledge, without their knowledge, Angela Fox was like, "Oh, I think you deserve it." The laughing emoji, and the poster was like, "Oh my God, are you? You are endorsing my sexual assault? This one, that one." And she was, and she was like, "Oh, she had no idea that mascara was a code word for something else." Which reminds me of, which is my huge problem with TikTok, not just TikTok but social media in general and their censoring shit. I understand that. You feel like you don't want to see some munchy shit on social media, but a lot of this sense a lot of these words, words have meaning and as such, like words are words because they have meaning, they are used for what they are. Words, you can't say, um, oh my god, I got mascara, and I'm thinking you're wearing mascara. When I saw the message, the, the series of pictures, I was like mascara, when the mascara become a um when the mascara become uh, uh, another buzzword for sexual assault and what sexual assault is mascara the buzzword for because last one I know I know that rape is grape on TikTok. so like I didn't want understand until it turns out it was because mascara pump penis Ugh. anyway people take words at face value that's why I keep on insisting children should learn the proper words for their genitals at every age. You can't using my pee-pee, my do-no, because you'll be teaching your son, oh, my pee-pee, and then somebody's touching his pee-pee, but he's telling him, but I'm not touching your pee-pee, I'm touching your penis. And he's like, oh, mommy said nobody should touch my pee-pee, nobody, mommy did not say nobody should touch my penis. Do you see that? Do you see therein lies the problem? So, such buzzwords are not helpful. Are not helpful. Are not healthy. There's no coochie. There's no hoo ha. There's no bula. Like uh, my thing, your thing. All of that. Just use precise words. Use direct communications. Know when to ask in the moment and know when to wait. Ask something to note. You want to have sex, you wanna ask for sex, know when to ask and know when to not push the subject as well. Start from a place of praise to avoid hurt feelings. If you now get the green light, oh yeah, um, you wanna we are now having sex, includes words, include words of praise. And start from there. Oh, you're doing so well. Oh, I love how you're taking me. Oh, your dick looks so good Your dick feels so good inside of me. I love the way you touch me. Your kiss makes me feel so, so good Like starts from a place of praise so that you avoid hurt feelings. If you are nervous, tell your partner a lot of problems in sex with people and couples can be stemmed from people not having just the most honest conversations and i understand it's really not easy tell them why you choose them to bump genitals and you know exchange genital fluids let them know why you are choosing them because sometimes someone will feel like oh are they pitying me and they are fucking me is this convenient or am i just here because i really want to be here and i can't imagine not you know fucking brains out of this person Ask them why they en- ask them what they enjoy sexually when you want to have sex with someone. Ask them what they want sexually, ask them what they enjoy to know if both of you can be on that same wavelength. To know if you can keep up. So, like me, now, I can't fuck someone that is not going to let me fuck myself with toys as well. That is just out of the gate. So, bye bye. You need to know what you enjoy sexually with your partner so that all your goals align. Don't take no personally. Back to that thing I said about being able to be prepared for rejection. Don't take no personally. If you wanna try to lose in situation or get into it like just makes things make things a tad easier for you. Play fun sex games that can just have everything. Get all loose and free and whatnot. A positive sexual experience requires um, open communication, honesty, and established and enthusiastic content. I said and twice, my, also, my apologies. This works on both parties penis and vagina, 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 penis and penis, penis, vagina, 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 penis, penis. Uh, Penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. Man, with sex, there's just a lot of combinations. I don't get like I, I hear people say, oh, it's Adam and Eve, it's not Adam and Steve, or it shouldn't be. I'm like, with sex, there's just a lot of ways to go, man. You can go in just different ways. You don't have to limit it. So, I remember I was saying stuff about um, what my sister was talking about, body counts, blah, 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 but I will talk about, because that's going to be a longer conversation, and I think I'm done with this episode right now. I don't think I am done with this episode. So, I will address that in a a new episode, new episode, new episode. Yeah. Thank you so much again for asking Alex. I had so much fun researching this. I do have fun researching um, shit for people when it comes to sex. It's, 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 I'm just, I like it. I enjoy it. So if you know you do enjoy my podcast, please don't hesitate to donate to support this podcast. My support link is in my campsite bio. Although I heard from some people that the link hasn't been working, I'm trying to fix it. I don't blame. It's, Nigeria has just been crazy. I'm trying to fix the link thing, I'm also trying to fix, I'm just trying to fix it, but if you want to support and donate the pod, and support to do, if you want to donate to support the podcast, please hit me up on any of my social media handles, on Instagram at sexpositivegoddess, one word no underscore, on Twitter at sexsativa, one word no underscore, I do respond to messages, thank you so much, what are my plans for Valentine, mmm, well, Nigeria hasn't resolved this cash flow issue so I'm gonna be home I'm just gonna write erotica sleep try not to cry email really a few you know applications I have out there I'm just gonna be sad for that day I feel it like, which is quite annoying because it's my favorite episode and this is concerned ah so anyway thank you so much for just enjoying and staying long for this podcast i am grateful until i come here again next time bye for now